Hi everyone and welcome to How to College for First Gens, a podcast where we get together over some coffee and have real conversations about what it's like to be a first generation student before, during, and after college. If you're a new listener, our goal here is to democratize knowledge that we've gained along the way, learn a bit more about the first gen experience, and hopefully help others going through some of the challenges we've experienced by sharing lessons learned from fellow first gens. I'm Luce, one of the podcast co-hosts and a first generation student myself. Today, we'll be discussing the topic of getting your parents involved during the college process and getting the perspective of some first-gen friends on how they dealt with the topic in different phases of life, namely before, during, and after college. Knowing when and how to involve your parents during the college process may be kind of tricky and is something that a lot of students in general struggle with and that first-gen students have on their plate in addition to the many other responsibilities they juggle. With that being said, let's dive in. Our first guest is Martha, who just graduated from high school, Idea Fall, in the Texas Rio Grande Valley and is starting her college journey at Austin College this fall. Hi, Martha. Welcome to our podcast. And can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Martha Cervantes. I just graduated from Idea Farm, located here in South Texas. I studied in Mexico until like the first grade. When I was seven years old, we moved to Texas and I started school in the second grade here in the United States. I plan to become a physical therapist. I will be attending Austin College this fall. That's a little bit about me and my journey right now. Cool. Congratulations on getting accepted to college. And we wish you the best, especially during this pandemic time, which I know makes it extra tricky and challenging. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how your parents were involved? I know you said you moved from Mexico to the U.S. So what was that process like and what role did your parents take in that move in getting you the education that you needed to succeed in life? Actually, that's something that I've always kept in mind, that I've always admired about them, because they moved to a whole new country without knowing the language and without knowing many things, just to provide me and my siblings a better education. They've always tried their best and have given a lot of effort to give me and my siblings a better education. Actually, those are kind of like my main intentions with going to college and finishing college. I just want to show them that all of their efforts for giving us a better education wasn't taken for granted. Yeah, that's definitely something I hear a lot from fellow firstians that their parents made a lot of sacrifices early on. And by them, you know, getting that college education, they're able to live that American dream for them and be able to give back to both them and the community. So what was your parents' involvement while you were in high school? My mom was definitely always involved in everything involving college, all the parent meetings, and she was always concerned with all the activities that I had going on involving college and other clubs in school. And yeah, she was always there for me. She was always like attending all the parent meetings and everything. And did your parents know about college from early on or how was that process discussed in your family? So being an idea student, they were already 100% sure that I was going to be attending college because that's an idea thing. But they didn't know much of the process of the application. So before me, my mom got to learn a little bit about it with my older brother, who is now a junior at Rice University. So two years ago, she got to learn all about 
about the process and got to talk with the counselors from my school that helped him out a lot. So I got a little advantage with that because my mom already learned a little bit with the college application process with my older brother. Idea is the school system that has that idea that everyone is going to go to college, right? Yes. So I guess with both you and your brother, did your school have college nights or, or things like that that your parents were able to partake in? For sure, our school had many meetings, college nights that would talk all about the application process and how everything was going to work out and everything they were going to be teaching us about the application process. And my mom was always very involved in those, which I'm really grateful for. For sure. Now, what about outside of school? Did your parents do anything additional, such as go on college tours with you or just like explore what colleges you could potentially go to and things like that? We didn't really get to do much of those just before my brother matriculated to Rice University. We did look around the colleges around Houston, but that's about it with my college tours experience and everything. So because we haven't really been able to, I have still gotten the experience of touring colleges and visiting and everything because of IDEA. Every year they take their students on college tours, whether like it'd be to Florida, we've gone to Austin and you know, um, every year we do stuff like that. So I'm really, really grateful for that. When did you know you were going to go to college? Was it before you went to IDEA? Was that part of the reason why you went to IDEA? Or was it through IDEA that you realized, I want to go to college? How do I make this happen? I started school with IDEA in the sixth grade. For the first two years, I didn't really think much about college. I mean, it was mostly my mom's decision to move me to that school. Then she saw that my brother really liked it. But then in the eighth grade, they had us looking into colleges and I would be like, I like this one and I like this one. So once I saw which colleges interested me, I talked to my parents about it and I shared my goals with them. Wow, eighth grade, that's early. What was your approach in getting your parents involved in the college process and you guys deciding like where you would go and how you would pay for it and things like that? Was that all kind of mediated by the school or what was that like? Of course, they would give a lot of that type of information during parent meetings, college application process meetings, but it was definitely like talks. I would be talking with them gradually over the years about how everything would be. Every year, we would have a class about college at IDEA, and they would teach us everything about college, all the application process, and everything we needed to know. And all that I was being taught, I would tell them about it so they could go through the process of learning and the journey of learning about college with me. So it sounds like you guys were gradually learning about the process as you went along. And did you have other mentors or teachers that also helped explain the process to both you and your parents? I had three wonderful counselors that would always be there if me or my parents had any questions. They always wanted to let us know that they were there for us. So I definitely am grateful for my three counselors and my main counselor, Ms. Magaña. I just want to give her a shout out. She would always, always be there for us. She was close with my mom, close with my older brother. And then when it got to my turn for her to counsel me, she was always there for me and for my mom whenever we needed anything, any questions or any help with the college application process. When the parents take that active approach of meeting with the teachers or the counselors, it really makes an impact for the students because I think it makes it more quote unquote real if you're like invested in the process as well. With your brother being the first one, did you notice a difference in a way that your parents were involved with him versus with you? 
When my brother was in his senior year, I would see my mom very involved in the college application and everything and all the interests that he had. I would see her kind of stressed out because it was all new to her. So I would see her communicating with my brother's counselor a lot. And it was definitely a little bit more chaotic than it was with me. So with me, it was a lot more laid back and relaxed. So I guess that I had a bit of advantage. Definitely helps after your parents get the huge learning curve with the first one. Yes, for sure. Definitely. It really helped. How else were your parents involved in your educational journey besides the typical college process type stuff? So that was a very big thing with me and my mom. She was always there for me. I was involved in many after school activities and I didn't have a car. So I would need to get driven a lot, like taken here, taken there. So she was definitely very involved with that. She always supported me. So she definitely helped me out there a lot outside of the college application process and the college learning. That's kind of how it was with my parents. They didn't know anything about the college process. And with them also not knowing English, it was even more difficult for them to learn any of that. But they were able to provide that extra support in those ways. They definitely always provided those rides and just like anything that they could do for a lot of first gens when their parents don't have any of those resources or know where to find those resources, they can at least be involved in those ways. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I'm super grateful for. Even though my mom didn't know everything there was to know about the college journey and everything, she always made sure to support me in everything that she could. And then one other thing, sometimes it it has been difficult to involve the parents. So what kind of recommendations or tips would you provide to those students that maybe don't have a parent that is directly involved and like how they can approach the subject with their own parents? So yeah, so definitely always try to involve your parents. Try to tell them early about all the parents' meetings, the activities, and touring for colleges. Always try to like get them on that as early as possible. And if that's not possible, I know that both of my parents worked until very late. So it was always very hard for my mom to find time to go to all of those parent meetings. So what I would suggest is that learn about it yourself. Learn as much as you can and then have the talks with them gradually over the years. Talk to them about how everything is going to work out, all the documents that you need, and just ease them into the process of college. That's good advice. Did you face any challenges with getting your parents involved in any part of the process? I definitely did have a challenge with my dad. He would always work and work late. I'm sure that's a thing with a lot of students uh, with their parents who are trying their best to provide for their family and everything. So it was really hard involving my dad. And that's a challenge that I did face all throughout middle school and high school. So what I would advise to get over that challenge. So something that I did was always have those talks with them. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what has to be done. These are my goals. This is what I want to do. And I'm asking you to please support me and be involved. So you're going to Austin College, which is pretty far from the valley. Did you have any issues with talking to your parents or involving them in the process of you moving so far away? 
Ever since eighth grade, I told them, hey, I'm not staying in the valley. I'm going far away to study. So gradually over the years, that's always been a talk. Like, I'm not going to be staying here, just letting you know. <laughs> but yeah, definitely when I got to the moment of I got accepted to Austin College and I really want to go. They were definitely like, we don't want you to go. We don't want you to go that far away. Like, we're not prepared for that. We don't think you're prepared for that. So I definitely had that talk with them of, hey, you need to let me go. <laughs> I need to grow. That's always a word that I focus on growth because it's very very important for you to get out of your comfort zone I told myself yeah if I stay here that'd be great I'd be comfortable with staying here uh, things would be easier but if I go and reach out for my goals I would be getting out of my comfort zone and definitely be growing a lot and of course it was still very difficult to have those talks with them so I would definitely recommend having them talk with your counselors because you know it's always better for adults to hear advice and information from other adults maybe not all the time from their own children so I would definitely advise that yeah you bring up some really good points kind of changing the conversation and making it more about growth and how it's very beneficial for you to spread your wings so to speak then the second point you also made a really good point is having them chat with other adults such as your counselors because they can really give them that parent perspective if the counselor or other teachers or someone has gone through that experience they'll know what that experience is like and then be able to share that and let them know it's okay that they'll be moving away it's for their own benefit on the long run yes for sure definitely so do you have any lessons learned or just some general advice for our listeners on some of the general tactics that help you involve your parents in the process and get them on board of you going to college and also moving away too some general overall advice is to always have your goal in mind and always share it with them. So think about what you want to do and have your things planned out. And like usually that's something that your counselors help you out in. So have your things planned out, have your goals set and share it with them. Because a challenge that I did face with my parents was that I would tell them, hey, I want to go here. And they would tell me, but why? Like, what do you even want to do? And so I had to set all of my goals straight, set everything that I wanted to do and accomplish straight and then let them know like hey this is what I want to do and that kind of helped them understand more and let me go a little bit better yeah definitely I think having plan already laid out makes it easier for them to one take you seriously and to realize that you are doing what you got to do to make your dreams come true Yes, for sure. Something that I always want to remind people is that always stay true to yourself. Always, always stay true to yourself. Something that I did think about a lot was what do my parents want? What do they want to see me become? And that was something that was always kind of in the back of my mind. Then I told myself, no, it's not about what they want me to become. It's about what I want to be and the goals that I want to achieve. So that's definitely something that I do want to bring up for other people to hear to always stay true to themselves that's a good point for sure i think a lot of times people when they're not sure about what they want to study or why they're going to college they just like oh that's what my parents want me to do and they don't ever give it that additional thought of what they want to do and how they want to move forward from that all right well with that we want to thank you for being on our show today and providing some of your advice and tips and general know-how on the subject and we wish you the best as you begin your college journey Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. It really means a lot to me that I can share my journey and all this advice with others. And I hope it really helps a lot of people.
Next up, we will hear from Bolivar, who's currently a student at the University of Houston studying mechanical engineering technology. Welcome to our podcast, and can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hello, guys. How are you? My name is Bolivar Morales. I'm a first-generation immigrant as well from Torreón, Coahuila, Mexico. I live in the U.S. since fifth grade, and I'm studying mechanical engineering technology at the University of Houston. I'm interested in pursuing the aerospace industry. Currently, right now, when the podcast is being recorded, I'm interning in Northrop Grumman. Cool. Actually, why don't you tell us a little bit about your internship? That sounds pretty cool. The way I got this internship is through a conference called GMIS, Great Minds in STEMs. That's one of the first things that a lot of first generations struggle with. They're looking to see where they could find internships. My advice would be the first thing you should do is find conferences like SWE, NSB, SAIS, GMIS, any conference. All my friends that I know got an internship with big companies is because of conferences. I got the internship in the GMIS conference because I got a scholarship through there. They also give scholarships. That experience was last year and it was the best experience I ever had, to be honest. After I got that internship offer, I got stationed here in person, actually. It's one of the internships that I know of compared to my other friends that didn't get moved remotely. I live in Roy, Utah, and I have to go into the facility. The company is great so far. I love the support. There's a lot of minority groups there as well, like Adelante, that support you, help you embrace the culture. But something a lot of first generations don't know as well is that if you want to be in the aerospace industry and work for defense, you have to be a U.S. citizen to get your clearance. Luckily, uh, when I came to the U.S., I came with a visa, and then I got my residency, and then my citizenship before I finished high school. I feel like as a first generation, we're focused on just being part of our city. We don't know what's out there. And the first conference I went to was the SHEP one, Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. And when I went to the conference, I really saw the world, what you could really do with engineering. Because in my college, I like it, but unfortunately, it's only oil and gas companies that go. So I wasn't able to see like automotive companies or aerospace until I went to the SHEP conference my freshman year. And I'm glad I went because it made me push myself and see what's out there. So like that's another recommendation for first generation. Go to conferences because it's going to open your view of what you could do with your major. Yeah, I started going to conferences as a freshman in college as well. And yeah, I definitely opened my eyes to all the possibilities. It was also really cool to see so many Hispanic engineers there because at Rice, at least, there's so few Hispanic engineers as it is. So then when I went to the chef conference and they basically take over a convention center, you're like, whoa, there's so many more. It's pretty cool to have that sense of community right away. Yes. I remember the reason I picked mechanical engineer. I, I knew I wanted to be an engineer, but I didn't know which one. But you know this person, Tony. It makes a difference seeing somebody that looks like you, cafecito, you know, and is doing things out there. Gives you somebody to look up to. So that's why like, I like to get involved in school. Because seeing somebody from your background, like low poverty, first generation, first immigrant, it makes a difference. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's part of the reason why I got involved in CHEP, just giving back to that community and showing other people. We've done it too. Other people that look like us are in these roles, so you guys can too. Yeah, I remember you were in CHEP, part of the dream program. Yeah. Which was in my high school, Stephen F. Boston High School. I remember me and my friends were like, oh, we're going to have some rice people come. And they're going to bring pizza. <laughs> so we got pizza. And we got to build some cool challenges. I love the thing that Dream did. They push your boundaries to creativity and innovation because we use like classroom supplies to create designs for competitions. And man, there were some creative ones. Yeah, sometimes being able to find those other senses of like community or extracurricular activities to get your mind going can really make a difference when maybe like your parents aren't as involved or can't provide those sort of activities right from the get go. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what your parents' involvement has been since you were in high school and, and while you're in college? What role have they taken, if any, in your education? 
my mom and dad, they always told us that we have to pursue higher education. They didn't push us, but they're like, oh, you're going to go to college. Some of my friends, their mom and dad were really there every time. But my mom, I felt kind of bad because she would work in her job and then come back home. And I, I wouldn't like to bother her. So I would just do my best. And I feel like this is like a really big thing with first generation and first generation immigrants as well is that you see your mom and dad work hard every day and you don't want to let them down. So me and my brothers, we were not bad students. We were actually really good. My younger brother, Alan, he graduated in the number two in the class. Me and my brother graduated top 10 and 15. So we always did it for my mom. But she was not involved. We were not bad kids. But if we needed something, we wouldn't let her know. We didn't want to worry her. It's hard. I definitely get that. My parents didn't really ever mention college or anything. The only reason I ended up getting on that track was because there was teachers and counselors that pushed me in that direction. But my parents didn't know anything at all about that. I guess it didn't really cross their mind because nobody in the families had gone to college before. And it's just something so foreign that they were like, well, we don't know anything about it. So we're not going to say anything about it. Yeah, I think me and my brothers, we got blessed because in high school, some of the professors, I remember like when I was in middle school, when I first came to Texas, because I used to live in California, there was this English teacher, Mr. Alba. He really believed in me and my brother. And I really like how he's like, oh, I know you guys are first generation immigrants. You guys will struggle, but not with me. I'm like, oh, I like that. <laughs> he introduced us to this organization called LULAC, and we won a robotics competition. So they gave us a free ride to go to their national conference in DC. That was really cool. Every first generation student that goes beyond it's because somebody believed in them and you know that gives us hope because sometimes it was hard you know because i remember like the hardest thing for me was getting to school because we had to walk four or five miles my mom didn't like me and my brother to stay after school because she was scared when we walked late back home something would happen to us but we didn't leave them, so. so when did you i guess first mention to your parents that you know you were going to college i mean they had mentioned it a little bit beforehand but when were you like this is actually happening for reals I feel like my senior year of high school, that's not so late, but one of the main problems I had is that compared to my other peers that were not first generation, is that they knew how to navigate the system and I didn't. So I told my mom and dad, I'm going to go to college. I wanted to go to Texas A&M, UT. And she was like, okay, I'm happy for you because I wanted you to do that. But she never pushed us. <laughs> but she told me and my brothers that higher education will help us in the long run. All my brothers have gone to college. I have a younger sister, actually, that just started college. I feel like when I knew I wanted to go, I wasn't as aggressive as I wanted to because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Ended up going to community college because I feel like when I got into a and I didn't have enough money to go. <laughs> but this is what I think. We could go into any college. We're smart enough. But the uh, main reason we don't attend is because as first generations, we don't know that there's scholarships or financial aid to help us. If I would have known, probably I would have made the difference. But that's why I went to community college, did my basics. And then I transferred to U of H. So I don't regret it. So it's pretty good so far. So for your younger siblings, after you had gone through the process, were your parents more involved in their education or was it mostly you helping them out and figuring out that process? It was mainly me. So my younger brother, he graduated number two in the class, but me and my older brother were like the guinea pigs. And we went to uh, Austin High School. It's not that good of a school. There's another school across the street that's really good, really excellent, called Eastwood Academy. It's really challenging, 10 times more challenging than my school for sure. And we told our, our, my younger brother, he was in eighth grade, you're going to go to the better school. So we want you to do your best. Luckily, we were able to find things for my brother. We told him about scholarships when he goes to college. Because for him, the hardest struggle for my younger brother is that he was the only one that studying at university outside of home. When I'm at U of H, me and my older brother, we, we stay at home. So we don't struggle from that aspect of being away from home. But my younger brother, he had it better. And definitely my younger sister, she finished her freshman year. She has a full ride and she went to out 
out of state, the first one to go out of state. That's because we told her, if you want to go and be next level, you get go outside the house because you'll grow more like that. I feel like that's true. But I feel like that's the thing with older brothers. We become guinea pigs and we have to tell them to, hey, watch out for this. Don't do this. And this is what's going to happen. So just make sure you catch it early and be careful. Well, I'm really glad that you guys are paving that way for those younger siblings because sometimes that's all you can do. Figure it out and then pass on that knowledge. Like We've gone through it. We've struggled and we're hoping that it'll at least make it easier for those coming up behind us. So one of our previous episodes, one of our parents was saying how she didn't know anything about the college process either, but she was helping her kids through other means, whether it was, you know, helping them pay for books, helping them stay fed, staying up with them when they needed a study. So were there any indirect ways in which your parents helped, maybe not directly tied to the college process that you think really helped you be able to either focus on the college process or feel like you had the foundation to keep pursuing your dreams my mom she didn't told us too much like oh let me take care of this let me do this because she worked but she always cheered us up and hyped us up she gave us hope like si se puede mijo no te rindas you could do anything you know because like i said before we didn't want to bother my mom but she always knew what to say when we were down and I think that made a difference because without her encouragement, we wouldn't be able to push. Because there were so many times, I would say, maybe thinking of quitting. But she was like, nope, not in this house. And I feel like me and my siblings, we're really close. So when my sister was in high school, when me and my brothers, we made money from jobs and we paid for my sister stuff. Whenever she needed something, we're like, okay, you didn't go to this program because you needed money. You have it now. But I don't know. That's a hard question, man. Yeah, I think that having that attitude really makes a difference because if you have a parent that doesn't even give you that, then it really makes it difficult for you as a student to put yourself in that right mindset to really tackle these unknowns of the college process and getting to college. So having someone at least be a cheerleader for you, I think, can definitely make a difference. While it might not seem like it at the time, in the long run, it definitely helps. Yeah, I remember me and my brother, we were sometimes get mad. We're like, damn, how come we don't have this and that? We see these other students having the nice calculators or something like that. But having those encouragement meant more because those calculators can only do numbers, you know, <laughs> they cannot hype you up. Something I really like about my mom, her mindset, she always said that your mind could do anything if you believe in yourself. And it's, it's right up to this day, like, if I know I can do it, it's because she told me to believe in myself. I definitely feel like if you think that it's, it's possible, you can make it possible. So now that you are in college, you have this internship, do you keep your parents involved? Like, do you send the messages about like, hey, like, this is what I'm doing. This is how it's going. How much do you try to keep them notified of how things are going and where you are in your college journey? Sometimes they pick me up from school and I just tell them what I'm doing in classes. I know for my mom, that's how I learned my heart, but she's listening. But I find it hard when I have to translate what I'm learning in English, especially in engineering to Spanish, because she doesn't know any English. So <laughs> I try my best, but that's how she cares. She asks me like if I eat, if I get sleep, because sleep is important. She checks on me, let her know like if I'm doing good in classes, like I did good in this test. She checks up on me and my brothers. Just the typical stuff that I know deep down she cares about. If I'm enjoying school she cares about that too she knows i do but she also always tells me are you eating are you sleeping right because if you don't take care of yourself she tells me like school is good but health comes first she always checks on me on those regards yeah i remember when i was staying in the dorms in college when they would call me they would ask like are you eating enough are you getting any sleep and a lot of times i probably wasn't getting enough sleep because i was always working on problem sets but it was always nice to have someone to remind you about those things like oh yeah like gotta make sure you're also taking care of yourself because that's important 
Yeah, it's important. I remember like my younger brother, he graduated with high GPA, but he didn't sleep that much. So when my mom would uh, ask him, hey, are you sleeping? He wouldn't like to worry her and be like, no, but we will tell him like, hey, he's not sleeping. But yeah, just the little things, the detailed things. Like for me and my other brothers that we lived at home, whenever we had a bad time, like my mom would cook us our favorite food sometimes. She would know somehow if we had a bad day, be like, oh, enchiladas are coming or something like that. You know, like that would be like what makes your day. <laughs> I felt like when I was in college, there was nobody else looking out for me in that way. Nobody else really asked me like, hey, are you getting enough sleep? All of those little things that you sort of took for granted in high school when your parents were always there, at least for me, because I lived in the dorms. It's just like I didn't have that anymore, or at least not readily available. So having those reminders every once in a while was very nice and something that would definitely lift my spirits. So you're still living at home while you're going to college? I live three miles away from U of H, so I don't see a point of living on campus. That's nice. It's an easy commute. So what kind of role did your parents play with the financial aid process? Some of that stuff you can't do without your parents. I remember I would always have to tell them, follow their taxes so that I could do the fast one. So what kind of role did your parents do for that? Or do they do for your siblings now too? Yeah, it's the same thing as you. We will have to remind them to do their taxes. When I graduated high school and I went to college, I told them to do their taxes. Now we do them for my mom. Just in two tax, you know, we do it for her. Anything to make it easier for them. Yeah, yeah. Then when we apply for, for financial aid, they changed the opening day. It's October 1st now. We try to apply it as early as possible. If there was anything we didn't know, because I know they ask you for your social security, when your mom and dad got married, and some other stuff, we will always ask her ahead of time. Financially, my mom doesn't help us <laughs> we try not to tell her about that stuff i know we seem like we hide everything but no because we feel like she has other things to worry about but to be honest my mom like i don't know if this is good but she tells us it's okay to be on loans because one day we'll pay them off but to me it's not okay <laughs> so i feel like now that i started uh i'm more aggressive with money and scholarships i got a lot of scholarships Nice. There's definitely a lot of scholarships out there for people currently in college. I know when I was first looking at scholarships, I mostly found scholarships for high school students that are wanting to go to college. I didn't know where to find scholarships for college students. Because all these scholarships while I was in high school, my counselor would send them over and be like, hey, make sure you apply to these scholarships. And then I would, but I didn't have that in college. And so you like really have to be aggressive about finding those things, going to the right resources to help you find those things. I remember in high school, my college counselor, I feel like I didn't get enough money. I would say because of him. Because when I would go into his scholarship office or his college counselor office, he would be like, oh, what's your name? Let me see. Are you the top 10%? I was in the top 15. And he was like, oh, no, you're not in the top 10. So I can't help you. Ouch, man. What's wrong with you? I feel like he didn't want to work hard because he knew like top 10% people could get those scholarships. But I feel like some of the students that are first generation might encounter people that are in those kind of roles to give them access to higher education. And I feel like a podcast like this could help them out because right now, how I apply for scholarships is like, because I got in a few, I think of a company and that company probably has a scholarship. So like BP, Chevron or Cisco. And then I look through the website, try to find links that say scholarship. And I check if it says for continuing education. So it's not only for uh, graduating seniors. And then I apply. But I wish like my college counselor was more cool. <laughs> That's such a huge bummer when you don't have someone that's supposed to be the go-to person for those kind of things, not help you out and be on your side. But right now, at U of H, they have this organization called Challenger Program. I searched it because I wasn't in community college. It's called TRIO. If I say any college student that's looking to get support, look for a TRIO program in their university. They focus on helping first-generation students. They get funded by the government to help you. I found one at HCC. And then I was like, oh, I got to find one at U of H. The one at U of H is called Challenger Program. And there's this lady there, Miss Floyd. Man, she's like my angel. She helps me with anything. She has like 10 years of experience. But I feel like I don't struggle because programs like TRIO are there to help you. 
especially her. So she's helping me with a lot of things. I think when you don't have your parent or whatever, for example, able to readily help you with some of those things, it's, it's nice to have someone to serve as that role that can provide that support and that knowledge that can help you out. Yep, I agree. Did you ever wish that you could involve your mom into this whole college journey more? Or was that like a personal preference to just only let her know how you were doing and not try to worry her about other things? Do you regret not sharing as much or like not involving her early on? What are your thoughts about that? I don't know. I feel like I would say like I'm happy that I didn't tell her my struggles, but I wish like because I had a lot of good moments in college and I let her know of the good things because I don't want to stress her out. My mom is like uh, worries a lot and has things to worry about at home. I don't regret not telling her, but some days I wish I could tell her my struggles, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you worry about how your mom will handle that stress for me, like to have my mom be right and don't worry about me and my brothers is good. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I sort of felt the same way because I sort of didn't see that much of a point in involving them because whatever I told them, it just would go over their head. Like they wouldn't really understand it anyways. And sometimes I would have wanted to be able to share more of that because in the times when I was frustrated with the process or needed someone to vent to, I could vent to them, but they wouldn't understand why that mattered and I don't know. Sometimes it's nice when you can vent to somebody that understands it. At the end of the day, I think it was fine. I let them know how things were going and also didn't really try to worry them about the whole process. When I was trying to get them involved, when I went to universities, that was the language barrier for sure. I would give her like, oh, look at these universities. They look so cool. I would give them like the brochures and like, uh, what does this say? I'm like, oh, I'll read it to you. Yeah, that language barrier really also made it difficult. What I like about my mom is whenever, like, I'm involved in organizations a lot in school, she'd be like, oh, you need me to cook something or to help you out for the organizations. I mean, she makes this good choco flan. I feel similarly when I was going through the process. It mostly limited what I shared with them. But because I did have, like, that counselor that was helping me figure things out, that it just seemed easier that way. And I guess when I finally did get to college, I gave them a brief breakdown. This is the stuff that needs to fill that. Or, like, when they for sure needed to know for, like, the financial aid and the FAFSA stuff, made sure they knew about that so that, like, my younger siblings coming up after me, they knew at least some of those things to expect. So it wasn't starting completely from zero. Me and my brothers, we always told our siblings what to do with college. But I mean, we didn't feel bad that mom didn't know. We liked seeing her happy. And we always told her about our good days at college. So that made her happy. But sometimes she like, I don't know how to say this. Necesitas que te apapachen los papás. When you do something bad or something, it's hard. But, you know, you have your siblings for that, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I think every once in a while, when I had like a particularly bad day, sometimes I would drive home and hang out there. Usually wouldn't like tell them, like I was having like a really crappy day. I would just randomly show up at the house and be like, hey, like, how's it going? But that was kind of nice for me that because I live so close, that was a possibility because I know a lot of people when they, they do go out of town, then, you know, can't really do that. So I guess that's the role that my parents played, just being present when I needed them to. They didn't have to know all of the ins and outs of the college process or like they didn't need to know how they could directly help me. Just having them available, that made all the difference. It gave me motivation and the fuel to keep going. Like, yeah, sometimes it'll get tough, but you can do this. You can keep going. Yeah, definitely. I feel like my mom is the same way. She wasn't in the front lines, but she was always there to cushion me and my brothers whenever something happened or something wasn't going right. She knew because me and my older brother lived at home. So she would cook for us something or cheer us up with saying some nice things. 
Do you have any lessons learned or just some general advice for our listeners on some of the tactics that can help them involve their parents or cope with the whole situation? Maybe if your parents are not that involved, how you can cope and still keep moving forward now that you're in college? I would say if your mom and dad were not as involved or you don't want them to stress them out about your college process or you want them to be more involved, don't be afraid of the language barrier. Talk to them and walk them through things. But if you still want to do things by yourself, remember that you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there to help you. Contact your college counselor or maybe you'll find in high school a really good teacher that you connected with. That was me in high school when I was applying for scholarships. One of my teachers in freshman year, she was really nice to me. She told me, if you wanted me to check your essays, do it, but reach out. Don't be afraid to take initiative, ask for help. As Hispanics, we take too much pride of doing it by ourselves without letting other people know because we want to let them know that we made it without anyone's help, which I feel is not right because I feel like I was in situations where I feel like if I didn't tell people my story or struggles, they wouldn't be able to tell somebody else that contacted me later on. Don't be afraid to share what you're struggling with to people because they might know someone that could be able to make a difference. Take initiative. Because if they, somebody tells you, you know, like my college counselor in high school, he didn't help that much. But if I would have had the mindset I had now, I feel like I would have been in a better position. And don't quit. <laughs> I think that's a really good point that you make that if maybe your parents aren't directly involved and it's difficult to get them involved for whatever reason, having those mentors or someone that you look up to that can help you out and asking those questions is, is pretty important and, and can definitely make your journey a lot easier. Yeah. Also, I feel like the thing with telling your story to people, I think my sister, she was telling people at church her college struggles were there to help her. But some of her friends that were in church heard that and I'm like, oh, we know these people and these people, they're really doing their college process. She's a few years younger than us. So it's not that much difference. But like maybe if you tell your mom or your mom tells other people of your struggles, somebody will know how to help you or know someone that could help you either at church or maybe one of her coworkers or something. I think somebody's kids that my mom would know would know about the college process and maybe they could help out somebody. Thanks so much for being on our podcast today and sharing some of your story with our listeners. Glad to have you on. Yeah, it was a pleasure being here. Our final guest is Sandy, who graduated from the University of Texas, went to the workforce for a few years, then returned to school to learn business, and just graduated with her master's in business administration from Rice University. Thank you for being here, Sandy. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? My name is Sandy Ma, and I grew up here in Houston, Texas. I went to college at UT where I studied mechanical engineering, graduated in 2014, worked first as an operational engineer at Energy Transfer Partners for about four years before going back to get my MBA at Rice. And I'll be going into investment banking here in Houston afterwards at City. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about how your parents were involved from the beginning when you first started the college process in high school and what that was like while you were in college? So growing up, college was always a must when it came to our family. So to give you a little bit of background, my family actually emigrated here from Vietnam in the late 70s. So they grew up in an era where things were taken away from them. And so something that they always instilled in me is that you can be rich one day, you can be poor the next, but knowledge is really something that no one can take away from you. That was just due to the nature of where they came from, where there's a lot of social unrest. So they really emphasized how important education was for us. When they first came here, their priorities kind of shifted into survival mode and they forgo their dreams of education. Yeah, I think that's really common for a lot of parents that have immigrated. That was the case for my parents, too, that they come here from a different country and they're just like, we just need to get ourselves situated and figure out how to survive. 
Of course, they wanted a more certain future for us. They've done pretty well for themselves now. They've started a grocery store business here in Houston, but there were some pretty unstable days in the beginning and they just wanted a more stable option for us than the kind that they had. So even though they didn't know a whole lot about the college application process, they really focused on metrics that they did understand. So like their report cards or they had me talk to my cousins who were a little older than me to get advice on you know where I should apply or where I could even volunteer. And they made sure that we had all the best possible resources we might need. Like we needed to get a tutor, if we needed to get an SAT class. So that's what they were able to provide. What about when it came to actually filling out applications and choosing where you were going to go to school? How did they come into that conversation? I definitely wanted you to go to college, but did they know like how to do that? How were they involved? Did they talk to your counselor? They were pretty hands off when it came to that sort of stuff, just because they weren't super familiar. Like I said before, I had a few older cousins and they were always like, ask your cousins, see what they did. And it was kind of up to us to figure it out. But the most important thing that they did was just stress how important it was. So, you know, we, we really didn't want to let them down. So we would go talk to school counselors or even like older cousins that we had. So it sounds like they were mostly support from the sidelines, cheering you on, make sure you're doing what you need to do to get that going. Exactly. So you went to UT, so you went away from Houston. So what was that process like to move away from home and not have your parents directly there to help you? How did you keep them involved in what was going on? Were they able to provide any further support from away? Yeah, whenever you're living at home, you have your parents constantly telling you like to do your homework and show me your report cards and that sort of thing. So that was the biggest change. When you go to college, you're semi-autonomous. But of course, I still try to keep them in the loop of major happenings. So I chose a career path that was pretty different from anything they had ever done. So I did mechanical engineering. So at most, I would tell them I had a really hard thermodynamics class. And they'd be like, go find a tutor. <laughs> and I would tell them about major school happenings. But I think learning how how to be self-sufficient and managing your responsibilities was key to college and just keeping them informed about everything that was going on. So when did you first decide you wanted to go get a graduate degree, your MBA? I think I was in my fourth year at my previous job as an operations engineer, and I kind of reached a point where I had to decide if I wanted to keep going the technical route or if I wanted to kind of move toward the more strategic business side. And up to that point, I had just been engineering focused and I wanted more tools in my toolkit to be able to utilize later on. And I thought the MBA was the best way for me to be able to do that. And that's why I decided to go to Rice to get my MBA. In any of this process, when you're thinking of leaving your other job to go get this MBA and change up where your career is going, did you ever involve your parents into that conversation or consult them to like throw ideas around and see what works best for you at this point? You're technically an adult already, so you can make your own decisions. But I just want to know, were your parents involved and did you want them to be involved? Did you not want them to be involved? That's a great question. I am a firm believer that your parents know you better than anyone else knows you. And yeah, they may not have the same educational route you may have, but they're a huge asset when it comes to vetting really important life decisions because they know you better than anyone. And I definitely kept them in the loop. And they were a big proponent of more education as well, because I don't think I mentioned, but I might want to help with my family's business in the future. And so expanding my toolkit to be able to know about marketing or pricing and all that sort of stuff was really important in that regard. But I definitely consulted with my parents and they were super helpful. 
Yeah, definitely makes sense to have that MBA if you're thinking of helping them with the business. I'm sure they were pretty happy to have those tools within the family to help them out. Yeah, it was actually during the MBA, we actually did an independent study where I worked with two other classmates. And the nice thing about an MBA is it teaches you a lot of practical knowledge that we were actually able to apply to my family's small business to understand who their key customers are, how to drive more customers to their family's business in the north side, which is kind of outside of Chinatown, outside of where they typically work in. We got to apply a lot of these things that we learned and showcase their different tools and thought processes and even PowerPoints to them. So that was really cool to be able to share that with them. That is really cool. So how did that come about? How did you make it happen where you were using your parents' business as a case study? So in business school, you actually do a bunch of these case studies. There's something called an action learning project, and you work with an actual company here in Houston to solve whatever business problem they might have. So I did that my first year, and I was like, if I'm going to be doing this for another company, it would be great if I could do a whole semester-long project for my family's companies. Because as a small business, a lot of these really practical tools could be usually beneficial to them. So I asked the administration if I could do an independent study and create a, just a curriculum of things that I wanted to achieve. And then I had two other classmates, Corey and Daniela, who I also asked to join the team. And they were hugely helpful because I didn't know as much in marketing and Daniela and Corey are both phenomenal when it comes to that and worked from there. That's pretty cool. So when did you let your parents know that one, you were thinking about doing this and two, it's actually happening? I think I had joked around about it the first year when we were doing work for another company in Houston. And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. And then my second year, I was like, let's just make this happen. Let's do it. And they're like, sure. Yeah, we'd love that. So I would say it's probably in six months span and probably told them and made it happen. And so it was between January to basically April of this past year. Well, that's really cool because then your parents were directly involved in your school journey. And they were the focus of your case study. Yeah, yeah. What did they think about the whole process as you guys were doing it? I think they were really appreciative of just all the new insights and tools that we were able to bring. We looked at how to benchmark them against their peers. We looked at different types of digital marketing strategy campaigns we we could use and just segmentation. So just things that maybe they didn't have time to do or hadn't looked at in a different way. I think they were just really appreciative. Actually, since then, I've been working at my family store before I started my real job. And I've spent countless hours like teaching my aunt how to use Excel to better understand their business. So it's been fun. <laughs> so such a handy tool. So I'm glad she's learning how to use it. Yeah, definitely. She actually knows a whole lot more than I thought she did. Did they ever have any concerns about the process? I mean, maybe just a few. I think at first they weren't really sure what the process would look like, like if they would have to disclose information and whatnot. But we kind of designed a project to where they wouldn't have to disclose anything that they didn't want to. And then we just worked on things that they needed some help with, like digital marketing. They really hadn't done anything like that before or a demographic analysis. Actually, it was in the middle of COVID. So we did best practices for COVID while it was all happening, too. Since you had been gone to college away and you came back to Houston, did the support system from your parents change while you were doing your MBA because you were back home? 
I wouldn't say it changed. I think it was a little different just because the first time I was in school and I was doing engineering, what I was studying was just so vastly different. <laughs> and since they're both business owners, I was able to relate a lot more about what I was studying to them now. But I probably just involved them a little bit more throughout the process of what I was thinking because I don't know if that just comes with time. I truly do think your parents know you best. And, and even though they may not have gone through the same route, they are excellent people to vet for your career decisions. So I told them how networking was going, which banks I liked and whatnot. They kind of helped me narrow it down a little bit. They're instrumental. Yeah, that makes sense. Were they able to provide some more of their own experiences being business owners while you were taking some sort of relevant classes with your MBA? Was that something you guys were able to talk about the content wise? Just that extra point of view from an actual business owners for your classes? I remember coming out of pricing class or marketing or whatever, and I'd just sit down and have a conversation with my mom. And I would be shocked. A lot of these things, I guess you don't need to be taught. Like she just learned from experience. And so I was always really interested to hear her perspective, the real life experience of it all and, and how she already had very similar takes. So that part I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, that's super interesting to be able to see theory in class and then the practice in real life and how it differs or doesn't differ. It made it that much more meaningful to me, I would say, to be able to vet it from somebody who had done it in real life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now you've graduated with your MBA and with taking your new job and your future plans, what role have your parents played in that decision and your future plans in general? Because I know you mentioned you are thinking of potentially like coming back and helping run your parents' business. I'm looking at my life. So right now I'm, I'm working at City as an investment banker and I think I'll be doing that for the next few years. I'm not really sure. So that will be my primary focus. And I think in the future, I definitely will take a look at joining the family business. But right now, that's not in my current plans. Is that something that you ever discuss with your parents as a way down the line kind of thing? Is that something that they expect? I just want to know what their thought about it is and what they're thinking for your future too. That was kind of the nice thing about my family. They hadn't really pushed the family business on any of us, actually. They wanted us to do what we wanted to. My sister's actually going to med school, so they really hadn't pushed it on us. But it was always an option if we wanted to go back to it. And I think it'll continue to be that way. That's really cool. So it sounds like your parents have been involved through the different stages of your life and just mostly being able to provide that support and being those cheerleaders for you guys. So that's really cool. Yeah. So do you have any lessons learned or just some general advice for our listeners about some tactics that have worked or that had helped you have your parents being those cheerleaders for you throughout your journey so far? I would just say walk them through your thought process for what you're considering. They might know more than you think. And just call your parents, you know, especially if you're going off to college for the first time, you're not going to be living with them under the same roof. But they do know you best. They've known you your entire life and they can really help vet important career decisions with you. Yeah, I've always found that my parents are good people to at least think about ideas with and get a different perspective that like I otherwise wouldn't get from like other friends and things like that. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. It was lovely to talk to you and definitely good luck with your new job. And thanks for being with us. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. In this episode, we learned about different ways parents have been involved in our college journeys and in what ways we as students have been able to involve them along the way and share the journey. 
We started with Martha, who utilized her high school's college prep events to help her and her parents learn about the college process together. She kept her parents involved by putting together a plan for her goals that she could share with them. Then we heard from Bolivar, who didn't want to stress out and worry his mom and took it upon himself to figure out how to get to college to lay the foundation for his siblings. Although he made a conscious decision of not involving his mom directly in the process, he made sure to keep her posted on his milestone and shared the positive experiences along his journey. Finally, we heard from Sandy, whose parents had always emphasized the importance of college and were with her every step of the way. She kept them involved in her journey through college, the workforce, and business school by seeking their advice and keeping them in the loop, especially during major life decisions. How, when, and to what degree to involve your parents in your educational journey may feel challenging when they may not be familiar with the process, but finding the right balance can be the key to eliminating some of the frustrations that come along with a new and often mysterious journey. Thanks again to our speakers, and thank you for tuning in today on How to College for First Gens. As always, you can find us online at howtocollegefirstgen.org if you have any questions or feedback, as we want to hear what you think, what you're struggling with, and how we can help. If you prefer to reach us on social media, you can find us at How to College First Gen on Instagram and Facebook and HTC First Gen on Twitter. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. Until next time. <music>